Greetings and salutations, sports fans nationwide. You have entered the Sports Opinion Log podcast. I am your host, the People Sportscast, Lex Anderson, here to talk about NBA action, but in particular to celebrate my and your LA Lakers finally hitting the 500 mark, defeating Oklahoma City last night, 116-111 final score. Anthony Davis, another dominating double-double, 37 points, 15 rebounds. And you know what? Every time I keep checking the box score, they keep putting in the wrong numbers for this man. 15 rebounds. And other places in their recaps, they're saying 14, but it is 37 points, 15 rebounds. Dennis Schroeder, 13 of his 21 points in the fourth quarter. Total team victory. Lonnie Walker, the fourth, scored 20 points as the Lakers have won three straight and were even with Minnesota in the seventh spot now, despite LeBron James still not playing and D'Angelo Russell, who did not play last night. Special shout out, though, to Lonnie Walker, the fourth, who has been in and out of the lineup, no consistency in terms of his role with the team. But being a professional NBA player, he came in and got the job done. Oh, my goodness. You know, I have been waiting for this moment for so long (laughs) for the Lakers to get back to 500. And remember, the Lakers started the season 2 of 10. I believe it was like a horrific 0 of 5. But the moves made by Rob Palenka has got it going on. SGA and Josh Giddy for the Oklahoma Dunder each dropped 27 points apiece, losing for only the fourth time in 12 games down the stretch. However, the Thunder are now in a tie with Dallas for 10th in the West, which is very amazing because OKC, like I've been saying before, are a very dangerous team. Like, you don't want to see OKC in the playoffs, to be honest with you. Because especially they have that other guy, Lou Dort, very dangerous. But again, props and love to Lonnie Walker IV for coming through and leading us to victory. Of course, in other NBA news real quick, there's talk of Dame Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers potentially shutting him down for the season because suddenly he has a calf injury. And if they shut him down, I just don't want to hear about Damian Lillard again. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. You know, the man's a multi-millionaire. He will go to bed comfortably. He will eat comfortably. I don't care about Portland Trailblazers. Set him free. Set him free. What are they even talking about? But let's go back to giving props, though, to Anthony Davis holding it down and excelling in the absence of LeBron James, who's there on the sidelines, continually cheering the Lakers on to victory. They're playing for one another. 
that's all that matters. But we still need more. It's still not over. We still have plenty of games left in the regular season. But again, in the standings, the Lakers are in eighth at 37 and 37 because the Timberwolves own the tiebreaker against the Lakers. They've taken two games. There'll be a third one later. But if you check the standings between the fourth and 12th spot, there's like a three and a half game difference. The Lakers could still potentially move into a playoff spot. Next up, though, they got a game with the Chicago Bulls. Um, They definitely must win those games because the Lakers did trade that bum, Patrick Beverly, to the Chicago Bulls. And Beverly has said that he will do whatever it takes to keep the Lakers out of the plane. Actually, it gets worse. It's worse than I thought. They'll be back-to-back games. So on Sunday, Chicago at L.A., and then Wednesday, L.A. at Chicago. So, yeah, this is as much win as it's going to get. The Lakers have to take both games because even if that bum, Patrick Beverly, drops, like, let's say, two points with one rebound and one assist, if the Lakers lose that game or those games, he will really hype himself up as if he was the catalyst that led the Bulls to victory. So uh, this is what you call having to bring your A game. Again, for the Lakers, 37 and 37, reaching 500 for the first time this season. You know, I would say it's insane, but this has been truly a... Parity. Parity in the West, unlike anything I've ever seen before. The freaking Golden State Warriors, NBA defending champions. You know, they've had their road losing streak. They've fallen into the play. Well, no, they're actually probably like in fifth or sixth. So they have a playoff spot. But everything is a tight wire act right now. Everything is up for grabs. Again, between the fourth and twelfth spot. But, you know, like they say, sometimes when you fall low, the only thing you can do is go up from here. So hoping and praying that the Lakers continue to go up from here. That's all anyone can honestly ask. But God, when you think about all the freaking, you know, you can't bemoan at this point in the season. You can't bemoan what coulda, shoulda, woulda happened, right? At this point, you truly have to take every game day by day. And of course, hope that the outcome you get is that your team, my team, mine and your LA Lakers get that victory. LeBron, in regards to him, they're saying that he should be returning for the final few games of this season whatever that means, you know, maybe to get some reps in. But everything is kind of falling in the Lakers' way. And sadly, there are haters who, you know, don't know how to properly read the standings, still hating on the Lakers, don't know why, but that's just what people do, right? 
hate on that which they can't understand it's all good but the Lakers as a team it's good to see the total team effort and again defying NBA history because people were saying oh two and ten no one's ever made the playoffs but thankfully Adam Silver with the play in yeah hope is still alive dare to dream and speaking of daring to dream also want to touch on something real quick which i had decreed when it happened i had said when kyrie irving got traded to the dallas mavericks i said being the prophet that the dallas mavericks would enter a free fall and fall out of playoff contention and they did losing to the charlotte hornets last night 117 109 final score victory as the hornets missing three starters eliminated from the playoff race last week come on now <laughs> shoot they freaking played a game on thursday night at new orleans with only seven players because everybody was falling out with injuries. But yet they had seven players in double figures. Wow. Luka Doncic, 34 points and 10 rebounds. The Mavericks have lost their third straight. And for the sixth time in eight games, they suffered a loss. And now they've fallen out of play in contention. There's still time. There's still hope. But let's be real. Like I had said, Kyrie and Luca, it just wasn't good. It just wasn't gonna work. It it isn't working. That's the sad reality. It isn't working. They are seven and twelve when playing together. That is not winning basketball. Kyrie, as far as I'm concerned, is only concerned about his pockets and where, what what team can he fool into thinking that he's worth another $100 million contract. As a duo, Luka and Kyrie are three and seven. That's not winning basketball. And even more damning, Luka's postgame quote it's really frustrating i think you could see it with me on the court sometimes i don't feel it's me i'm just out there you know i used to really have fun smiling on court but it's just been so frustrating for a lot of reasons not just basketball close the quotes what's wrong luca is it the kyrie irving effect because the mavericks were doing pretty good before kyrie went there but then you had mr shark tank mark cuban pulling the trigger on what he thought was a big deal and his team is basically imploding self-destructive tendencies jason kidd says that they deserve to get booed he was he was wondering why the fans weren't booing earlier in the game what does that say huh It says, like I've been saying before, that the Dallas Mavericks are always going to be a middling team. Always be in the middle, but not one to dominate. 
to have championship talk thrown their way. No, 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 never that. But sadly, it is what it is. I have to be concerned with my team being the LA Lakers. So on they roll. Let's see, I think there was also a good game here. Let's see, everything looked to be pretty much like a blowout. Sheesh, I think Memphis annihilated the Houston Rockets. 151-114, clinching a playoff berth. Luke Kennard, franchise record 10 three-pointers. Desmond Bain added 25 points. Grizzlies had a 31-point halftime lead and pretty much never looked back. Yeah, so the Grizzlies, uh, they have a lot of firepower on this team. John Moran, 18 points, 8 assists in his second game back. Again, coming off the bench. Thankfully, it was a home game, so the clip, so the uh, Grizzlies didn't have to fly out. <laughs> so John Moran can't get settled post-game and try to find out where the hottest strip clubs are. And blow another 50K. I'm sure that's a relief. However, there was also a good game. Golden State Warriors. Again, I have to acknowledge them as they are the, def- the defending champions at home. Down 11, come back to beat the Sixers. 121-12 final score. As it became the Curry and Jordan Poole show in the fourth quarter. Poole had 33 points, Curry 29 points and 8 rebounds. Joel Embiid 46 points, and the Warriors have won 9 straight home games. See, that's what I'm talking about. Until you knock off the defending champions, they're always in it. You can never subtract the Golden State Warriors from any NBA equation. Sadly, um, James Harden had set out due to left Achilles soreness for the Sixers who had won 9 of 10 and 10 of 12. Klay Thompson, 21 points, 6 rebounds. And the Warriors have reached 30 home wins for the sixth time. Since 2014-2015. Dominant. Dominant. Draymond Green, 10 points and 10 assists with 7 rebounds. Oof, came close to a triple-double right there. So, yeah, there you have it. There's the NBA action. At least the ones that matter the most. Now and forever, of course, always starting with the Lakers. <clears throat> but I do have something to say in closing. And in closing to this podcast episode about the NBA, Ben Simmons, who I call Ben Lemon, diagnosed with a nerve impingement in his back. His return to the court for this season is in doubt. I am not surprised. They should shut him down. They should move him. They should trade him. He single-handedly, Ben Simmons, a.k.a. Ben Lemon, tried to destroy the 76ers. Thankfully, they were able to get rid of him. They traded him to the Brooklyn Nets in trade for James Harden. 
And Ben Simmons is garbage. Straight garbage. His numbers are paltry. <laughs> like, not even worth reading. And the crazy part is, is that when they recycled this trash bag known as Ben Simmons, when he got recycled to Brooklyn, they tried to have these silly photo shoots, right? Ben Simmons and Durant and Kyrie, and nothing came of it. I would say, in my opinion, that Ben Simmons was the straw that broke the camel's back because he gets there, isn't playing, Kyrie's carrying the load with Durant, and then Durant goes down, and then Kyrie continues to hold it down, and then finally requests the trade, gets sent to the Dallas Mavericks, the oddball, flaky Negro from Duke, Kyrie Irving, quitting on Brooklyn and Durant. Durant claims he doesn't or didn't care, but then wants to tell the Brooklyn Nets less than 24 hours later that he Okay, back with my end closing because for some reason, whenever I put in my do not disturb, somehow phone calls still get to go through. So let me, I got to continue to revise my settings. My apologies about that. But yeah, in conclusion, Ben Simmons, a disappointment. Two years remaining on his contract, paying him $37.8 million in 2023-2024 and $40.3 million in 2024-25. And Brooklyn has gone 5-10 since the All-Star break and is in 7th place in the Eastern Conference after dropping their last five games in a row, including a last-second home loss to the Cleveland Cavaliers. So like I, the Prophet, had decreed, Ben Simmons, Ben Lemon would be a curse on the Brooklyn Nets and they need to find a way to get out from under his contract. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Career lows in minutes, 26.3 points, 6.9 rebounds, 6.3 assists, 6.1 and free throw percentage. 43.9. This man wants the fame and the fortune of being an NBA player, but he wants to do nothing in terms of the physicality of being a professional athlete. And I would hope that in the future CBA, the NBA has to do a better job of protecting teams from being held hostage under the contracts like lames, like Ben Lemon. Sad but true. Thank you very much, sports fans, for tuning in. Until next time, Lex Anderson signing out.